Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Wired podcast. And thank you guys for joining us on this Monday, April 18th. We are super excited about this episode. Chris and I have both wanted to get this one out about self-awareness. You know, we truly believe that self-awareness can be your guys' secret weapon in all things as it relates to your lives in general. And so we're going to kind of dive into those things, stuff that we've learned over time, and just kind of talking a little bit about our past, you know, when when we may have not have been as self-aware as we are now and how we kind of continually work at it. But before we begin, this podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. We believe that Athletic Greens is the simplest way to get all of the necessary daily vitamins and minerals in just one simple scoop. On top of that, you are getting the antioxidant level of 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. Not many of us have the ability to get this number of servings in a given day, so this supplement is an awesome way to fill in the gaps and get a lot of vitamins and minerals on top of that. With our partner offer, you guys can get five free travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin D and K2 with your order. And we'll make sure to add our discount code to the show notes. And so on to today's episode, we're talking all things self-awareness, guys. So, you know, for me personally, this really hits home because I feel like over time, you know, this is something that I've really worked at and had to develop, especially as I made career changes when I realized, you know, what I was doing previously before becoming a trainer really was no longer serving me or my personality or my interests or motivations in general. And I knew, you know, from an early time during that, that I needed to make a change. And that's when I really decided to dive into personal development, really find out, you know, what makes me tick? What, you know, what do I enjoy? What do I dislike? What are the things that motivate me? What are the things that fire me up? What do I find purpose in doing when I wake up each and every day? And so, This is something I want all of you to realize that it just doesn't come naturally. You know, self-awareness isn't something that we're just magically gifted from an early age. You know, maybe some of us are, you know, but for most of us, it's something that we have to develop and we have to continually work at because our ego is constantly battling against our ability to be self-aware. And so, you know, especially for a lot of you guys out there, if you guys have never wrote or if you guys have never read the book, Ego is the Enemy, I highly highly recommend reading that book. It changed the game for me. It it was able to really kind of detail some of the things um, that I was doing in the past and some of the reasons I was the way I was and really just helped me, you know, conceptualize how to really put the ego aside and step into the person I was always meant to be. And so I think for all of us, the first step in self-awareness is really realizing that we're all flawed human beings who have strengths and who have weaknesses. And we can play to those strengths and we can develop those weaknesses over time, but unless we are self-aware about what those things are, no change can be made and we truly can't excel and become the person that we're always meant to be. And you know, we all have certain personality traits, you know, like I just kind of said, things that make us happy, things that make us sad, and really truly understanding the type of person we are at the source can change everything. It can change how we show up in our relationships. It can change how we show up in our careers, in our friendships, in our social circles, the way we approach our fitness, the way we approach our nutrition, you know, just life in general. And without self-awareness, we are going to live very empty and unintentional lives. So really, I want a lot of you listening right now to take a quick second and just reflect on moments in your life where you feel like you're just, you know, going through the motions or you're doing certain things in your life just completely mindlessly. And I ask you to think to yourself, you know, why am I doing these things? Truly ask yourself why. You know, did you just buy that really expensive car because you really wanted it at the source? Like you really, really wanted this car, you're passionate about this car, 
or did you just do it to prove you are of a certain social status? You know, did you really, really want that job? Like, did you, are you fulfilled? Are you purposeful in that job? Or did you just take it because that's what your parents wanted? Do you really want that promotion? Or are you just climbing the corporate ladder because that's what society says you should do? Do you really want to go out and get fucked up all weekend? Or is it just something, you know, that people do? So this is just a big wake up call for a lot of you guys out there to start reflecting on what in your life is serving you and what is not. Because I know for a fact, for a very, very long time, I lived a life that was not aligned with who I was and it was because I was not self-aware. I was just going through the motions. I was doing a lot of things for vanity reasons. I was making decisions based off of what I thought was cool or what I would be accepted in or you know what would be something that people approved of. And so not really understanding who we are at the source, it is very easy in today's world and in today's society to get real caught up in a bunch of bullshit. And we're here to tell you guys how to live a life that is truly aligned with who you are. And I hope that Chris and I can be that example for you guys. Because if you've learned anything in listening to us over this period of time, we want to give you guys the most authentic, genuine approach that we can, you know, all filters off and just tell you guys straight up, you know, the stuff that we did wrong and the stuff that we've done right. And with hopes that, you know, some of you out there can start to make changes in your own lives and start living a life that's more in line with who you are at the source. Yeah. And this is always a work in progress too. We are not perfect by any means. And some of this stuff is very recent for us that we're going to talk about today that we have changed because we finally acted in alignment with who we actually are. And it's something we're always growing and trying to achieve moving forward and together. So that's why we have this podcast in the first place is to show you guys as an example, but we want to practice what we preach. So we'll get in depth today on every single area of our life. And this will help you become more self-aware and make decisions that serve who you truly are on a deep level. And this applies to every area. So starting with your careers, honestly, like think about if what you're doing in your career is what your actual gift is, is what your true passion is. And if you're not acting in alignment with what you're meant to do or in alignment with your strengths and you're always, you know, burn out or you're just always stressed, it's not going to allow you to actually sit back and think, is this what I really want? And honestly, this was something I had to sit back and think about this year is as I was burned out, I wasn't able to act in alignment with who I am. I wasn't able to tap into my strengths. I was always feeling like I was, you know, in my weakness areas because I was just burnt out and that didn't allow me to be my most authentic self. And when you're running in that autopilot mode, you never have time to sit back and actually act on a true level with who you are. And I know Zach has obviously changed careers and we can both talk about that too, but you really have to sit back and think and prevent that burnout. Otherwise you're never going to be able to dig on that deep level. So obviously when Zach and I met, he had a huge career shift. And when I met him, he, I thought he was already the most self-aware person I've ever met, but he was working a sales job and that was not in alignment with who he is. And we'll talk about later on, like how we dug deep together. It was very cool to uncover like what you were meant to do. And now you guys can like listening to his passion come through on this podcast and seeing him train his clients. Like this is what you were put here to do. And you only figure that out by doing this inner work. Yeah, and you guys are, what you do for a living, it's what you spend 60 to 70% of your entire life doing. And that's an average of just a typical nine to five. You are spending, let me say it again, 60 to 70% of your life 
doing whatever it is you do for work on a daily basis. And I'm telling you right now, if you constantly feel stress, you constantly feel tension, that is not a, the way you want to live. Mm -hmm. You want to shift focus on what gives you life, what gives you energy, what motivates you. Because I know I live both sides and the, the what I used to do used to burn me out almost daily. Now what I do, I can work you know, eight, nine, 10 hours sometimes and still feel energized at the end of the day because it fires me up. Now, I'm not saying that's something I do all the time. You know, I still value balance, but it gives me life. It gives me energy. It's what I'm passionate about. And you guys will know if you are constantly in a state of constant stress, it's just like tension, constant grind and tension on your personality and who you are. It's probably a sign it's not for you. Yeah, and just to preface this, Zach worked back-to-back-to-back um, -to -back -to -back clients from 5 a.m. Yeah, to, to 2. And then came home and was like, all right, let's do this podcast. So that just shows you, like, on a Monday, specifically after a weekend of, like, the holidays and celebrating that you're able to, like, have that passion, that shows you've done that inner work to do what you were meant to do. And it shows. So just want to commend you on that. Thank you. Um, but it also shows up in your social circles and your relationships. I feel like after college, you really get a feel of what relationships are going to carry with you like for the rest of your life and which ones were more surface level relationships when you get to know yourself on a deeper level i'll say like in high school and college like i was just doing what was cool i was going out i was like hanging out with certain groups and like and until after college when i started really doing personal development and like the inner work and like just working on myself like i never took time to get to know myself i was always taking time to get to know other people until you do that, you're not able to create those like genuine connections and friendships and you're able to be a better friend and also a better partner. Like Zach and I, we're not always the way we are now. We always are constant work in progress together and it helps us communicate when we know our strengths and weaknesses and also when we can tell each other, you know, you can receive that feedback and hear your strengths and weaknesses from other people. That helps you to really just get a bird's eye view of who you are on a deeper level and it helps you create stronger connections versus those surface level ones i'm sure as i said that you probably thought surface level relationships in your life that you're like afraid to pull away from but honestly not every friendship is meant to last your entire life but when you get to know yourself you get to realize what what aligns with you on a friendship and relationship level yeah like i know it's so many different times in my life i was surrounded by people of negativity you know constantly complaining about things that are 100% in their control. And you start to really think the same things. If you're surrounded by a bunch of negative people who you know, hate what they do, who you know, mask their feelings with short-term fixes, like there's a good chance you're gonna do the same thing. And I found myself living that exact life and doing those things. And now you know, Chris and I have developed and worked over time, you know, and we surround ourselves only with people who provide you know, a serious amount of positivity to our lives that uplift us where, you know, we reciprocate, we're there for those individuals, and it just becomes such a better situation for all parties involved. And those are the kind of relationships you guys should be in, whether that's romantic or just friend and social. It's like, be surrounded by those individuals who are going to bring you up, not pull you down and drag you down. Because if they are, that's a good, that's probably a good sign that, you know, they don't have your best interest at heart and they're probably selfishly focusing on, you know, the stuff that they're, you know, unhappy about and not willing to fix. Exactly. And also when you are self-aware, you are more in tune with how you treat other people and also how you act on a daily basis. This helps yeah. you know your like high points. Like we're big morning people, so we're not the type of people to like do a PM workout. And that's okay right. if that's you, but like everyone's different and you have to know yourself like when your product when your productivity is at its highest, when your energy is at its highest, and what's honestly realistic for your schedule. If somebody asks us to go to like a dinner at nine PM, like we know that we're self aware enough to know like we go to bed at that time and we won't be able to get up and work out and go to work and like 
do our morning routines and whatnot because we are just morning people and we're not night owls, at least during the week. Um, we're not saying we're hermits all weekend, but you have to know yourself on a deep level for your social life and also just on your everyday habits. And this shows up in your fitness too. And like I said, I talk about this with clients all day long. Like, are you a morning workout person? Or are you a nighttime workout person? Are you the kind of person who has to meal prep their food in order to stay on track? If you're not self-aware enough to know these things about yourself, you really have to sit back, look at your schedule and think like, how can I set myself up for success versus set myself up for failure? And like I said, we're not perfect. We've set ourselves up for failure before. If we want to sleep in, you snooze in the morning, and then it's 5 p.m. and it's dark out, like in the winter months, we're not going to want to work out at 5 p.m. We always regret it, and then it takes a quick second to be like, I'm not going to let this happen again because this is a weakness of mine. I'm not somebody who works out at night. Yeah, and like that's something that I really had to figure out, and Christina actually helped me become aware of. You know, I'd have these super long work days, like my Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or when I train most of my three time per week clients, and I used to try to do like a ton of work outside of those days, you know, when I was done, when I was exhausted, when I was tired, and I realized that wasn't effective. And Christina helped me realize that where, look, on those specific days, I just simply cannot do any more than what I'm obligated to do with my in-person clients. You know, ironically, we're recording this podcast now after one of my longest days of the week, but today was a little bit different. I had a little bit extra energy, but you know, a lot of these things I do routinely and I had to adjust the schedule. I had to adjust the routine and really save some of those activities for my lighter days. And that comes with that self-awareness, realizing, you know, I'm on the verge of doing a little bit too much on this day. And that's something that she helped me, you know, realize as well. So it goes hand in hand while it's something that, you know, you're constantly working at individually. It obviously is something collectively we help each other out with all the time. Yeah. And that takes a lot of, you know, awareness itself to receive that feedback. Because if he was, we'll talk about this very soon, how ego plays a huge role in it. I feel like if I was like, you know, Z, that's not a good idea to do like content and this and that after a long day, like, I feel like a guy that was like very in his ego would be like, I can do, you know, I can do anything. But realistically, it's going to be like watered down content or watered down training if you try and do it all at once. So like being able to have someone in your life to just give you that honest criticism or feedback, just like me seeing your strengths and weaknesses and you doing the same for me is just very, very helpful. And also as a couple, obviously in quarantine when we started like living together and buying groceries together, there was one mistake we made was not being self-aware of our temptations Yes. ourselves but especially as a couple we would buy like justin's peanut butter and if you haven't tried this i don't know if i recommend it because i also <laughs> think that you may not have self-control around this but justin's vanilla peanut butter is so good we go to the grocery store every week and buy it we would just like buy this Spoon spoonful it. and we're like oh we're in a calorie deficit we'd love one serving but we would eat like multiple spoonfuls and then we're like oh why didn't we see weight loss this week and so we had to stop buying the vanilla flavor the regular one is okay i mean it gets the job done but it's not like wow i'm craving that so bad if you're somebody who like can't control your cravings just straight up don't keep it in the house and i tell my clients this all the time like if you cannot control yourself around it develop that disciplined muscle which comes from flexing it over and over and over and keeping promises to yourself then you're able to be like okay i can have one serving and that's it and then you can buy it again but like if your temptations are beating you over and over and over which is what was happening with us you have to develop your strengths and just be self-aware yeah and we're you know we're big proponents of balance we're big proponents of you know eating some of those things you want to consume 
and have in the house. But I mean, you know, if you don't have the discipline to hold yourself back, you know, like we don't keep chip back, like big bags of chips in the house. I'll eat the whole bag if it's here. So it's like, you have to learn some of those things about yourself because that can set you up for success. If you know you're someone who's tempted by, for example, the Justin's almond butter or bags of chips or whatever your craving is or your temptation is, if you know that about yourself, you can then put yourself in a situation to not even be tempted in the first place by not even buying it. You know, so, so learning those things about yourself can definitely help you all from a nutritional standpoint and a fitness standpoint in general. Yeah. And one last thing I wanted to add about like just couples and being self-aware and how it relates to fitness. Cause that's obviously like what this whole podcast is about. Um, this weekend, Meg, or, um, Zach's sister, Megan was here and her husband, Sam, and they live very different lifestyles, have different careers. Obviously we have the perspective of like two personal trainers, but like one works corporate, one's a personal trainer and they, one works out in the morning, one works out at night. And so they have to be aware and know that like by the time Megan's going to sleep, Sam's going to the gym, but they both know that about themselves to know like, Hey, I'm not a morning person. I'm going to the gym at 8 PM and Meg knows I'm waking up at 4 AM. I have to go to bed at eight. And that may like cause, you know, overlap in your schedules. But if you know that about each other and you're intentional about the time you do get to spend together, then you're going to hit your fitness goals. You're going to be on track with your career and you're going to have a strong relationship. And that was the whole reason why I started working out in the mornings when I was working my corporate job, because when I first got into that job, I was not used to that schedule. It was my first ever, you know, real adult job. And I was trying to work out at night. You know, I would come home exhausted from the workday. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get a workout in. And slowly over time, I realized I'm getting one, maybe two workouts in a week. And I realized pretty quickly in that moment, like this is not the time that I should be working out. I can't even get a full week of workouts in. So I knew I had to adjust something. I had that self-awareness to realize, you know, maybe the nighttime workouts are not serving me, my schedule, my energy levels, and maybe my only option is the 5 a.m. I mean, I could do, you know, a whole podcast on the reason I'm a firm believer in early morning workouts, but I just knew I had to make that adjustment and start going in the morning. And did it suck? Was it was it hard? I think a lot of us get caught up in change as being so difficult that it's impossible. When in reality, like we can do anything that we need to do, and we we have the ability um, and to to make change and to shift our focus elsewhere. And that's something that I know I had to do when I was working that job. I said, hey, look, I'm gonna start getting up at 5 a.m. It's the only time I can work out is before work. And I just started to make it happen. And I literally, you know, looking back three, four years, you know, I'm, I still do that. Obviously my schedule looks a little different now. You know, some days I train clients early and I have to just work out whenever I have a free hour. But, you know, it started way back then when I decided, hey, look, I can't work out at night in the p.m. like Christina said. so. I'm going to make it happen in the AM. And I just had to make that adjustment because I knew for me to be successful and for me to make it consistent, it was going to have to be at that time. And I just made it happen. And so for a lot of you, you know, I know a lot of you are like, oh, I could never do this or I could never do that. I could never do this. And so you have to really realize, you know, yes, you can. You can make change. You have the ability to shift focus and do something different if what you're currently doing is not serving you and what you want to get out of this life. Right. And as you were saying that, it reminded me of choose your hard. Like yeah. it's hard to wake up early, but it's also hard to never reach your fitness goals because you're working out one or two and days a week. be pissed off at yourself. <laughs> yeah. That frustration is, I think, harder personally than waking up at 5 a.m. It's hard for like a month. But like once you wake up like 15 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, like it becomes the norm. And now it's hard for us to 
stay up late. Yeah. <laughs> like your your routines will change, but you get to choose your heart, and that's ultimately up to you. And another thing, that Zach, I know when we first met, you were talking about like how you would go to the gym at five a.m. and to let you guys in on a little secret, I was not, I was a morning workout person like 6, 7 a.m. But when I found out Zach went to the gym at 5 a.m., I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I'm also a 5 a.m. workout girl. And we worked out at the same gym and you were probably like, I've never seen you at the gym that early. And I started going at 5 a.m. I'm like, I want to run into this guy because like you worked corporate job and you know, I couldn't see you all day. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go at 5 a.m. And it like sucked for like a week, two weeks. But now I'm a 5 a.m. workout person like all the time. And when we met, you also mentioned that like, used to go out multiple times on the weekend and like over time you started to realize like this doesn't really align with me I'm gonna stay in Friday night work out Saturday morning then I'm reaching my fitness goals and I'm only going out one night versus spending my whole weekend drinking not working out it didn't align with like who you were yeah you just get on that endless cycle and it, it hit me when I was working that job and a lot of you out there listening might even be in this constant loop but it's like you know, you get to the weekend, you want to blow off steam, you know, you go out with friends Friday night, then you do it all again Saturday night, then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like half of your whole next week is gone because you feel like garbage, your energy levels are low, you have no motivation to eat healthy, work out, or even plan for your corporate job. You're probably just in absolute survival mode in your job. And that's how I used to feel. And I'm like, look, this has got to stop. And I mean, I, I mean, I know a lot of friends. I, uh, there's people I know that are still living that loop, you know, five, 10, maybe even 15 years later. And it's like, you guys really have to, you know, have that self-awareness to realize it is, is this serving me or is it pulling value away from my life? Is it, is it putting stress and strain on my life? And like Christina said, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, you know, go out and, and have fun and do all these things two nights back to back. I got to pull back a little bit. Then I started, like she said, maybe, you know, going out once a week. And so you just have to adjust, you know, just because you've always done something, you can break that cycle, you can make change and it can better serve who you are and what you look, what you're looking to do mm -hmm. in general. Exactly. And some of this ties into the episode I did last week too on how to stay on track while dating. Because like we said, we used to go out to dinner every night and then we were like, okay, let's be self-aware and save money and save calories and go out one night a week. So all these like inner self-awareness we're creating ourselves contributed to how self-aware we are in our relationship. And that helps us stay on track while dating. So if you need to go back and listen to the episode, you can kind of see some overlap. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, for a lot of you guys out there, the reason we titled this, you know, self-awareness can be your secret weapon is truly because you can start to really lean into your strengths and focus on how you can get better at your weaknesses. You know, if we never, if we didn't have any self-awareness, we would just be living very unintentionally, not really knowing, you know, what are we good at? What are we bad at? What are the, some of the things that we can work on? And I think guys, especially really struggle with this, you know, really being true and honest about your vulnerabilities and the things that you might suck at. I know, you know, for me and for a lot of guys out there, you know, you think you know everything, you think you can do everything. You know, I don't need a coach. I don't need to listen to, you know, this boss of mine. I, I know what I'm doing. I can do this. I can do that. And the irony of it is I feel like the, the more wise I become in life, the more I realize I don't know shit. There's a lot that I need to work at. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I don't know anything at all. <laughs> but it's just like, you really start to realize like you've got a whole hell of a lot to learn and you do not know it all. And there is so much out there, you know, to learn skills, weaknesses to tidy up. And once I started leaning into those things and really discovering, okay, like 
Where can I, where do I know my strengths lie? How can I lean into that? What am I not good at? So I can maybe outsource those things. I mean, one thing off the top of my head, like at first I remember I tried to file my own taxes and do my accounting. It's like, I I absolutely suck at that. Absolutely suck. (laughs) Tax season. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of the devil, it is tax season, but Beside the point, you know, that's something I need, needed to outsource to someone who was better than me. And, and it, cause it was causing stress on my life. It was, you know, wasting time, me trying to learn and do it myself. So it's like, okay, why don't I hire someone? And, you know, I know a lot of the males that I personally train, you know, shout out to all those guys because, you know, I know for a lot of guys, it's hard to admit, hey, maybe I don't know it all in the gym. Even if you are, you know, a guy, I mean, I target a lot of guys who are former athletes. I love training those guys. And that takes a lot for those guys to say, hey, look, I'm putting the ego aside and I have some shit to learn from somebody other than myself. And I think, you know, for a lot of us guys out there, the more we can put that ego aside and the more we can get vulnerable, the better individual we can truly become in every area of our life, in your relationship, in your career, and just the way you act and carry yourself um, and treat other people. Because when you become self-aware and you realize some of those things that you're not so good at, you can then start to make the necessary changes that will better align with who you are at the source. Yes, and I know when you first transitioned to personal training, you were looking to me for advice and a lot of people wouldn't do that especially like our dynamic like the male asking the female for help and like me giving you advice at first I was like okay I'll give you a little content advice just because I wanted to see how you would receive it because I've hired coaches I've hired multiple business coaches and mentors to get to where I am and I've like taken what I learned and was kind of showing Zach the ropes and you received it very well and look where you are now but if you were like once again in your ego and was like I can figure this out on my own like it probably would have held you back like years and years of success, which... Yeah, and that's probably the number one thing. Like, again, I'm not going to toot my own horn or anything or, or say I know everything, but one thing I do definitely take pride in personally is the ability to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime I'm struggling in, in the business I'm doing now, the business I'm running now, and what I'm, what I'm doing for my career, that's one thing that has helped me propel, you know, so fast, um in correlation to where I would be, you know, if I wasn't, if I was more stubborn, I wasn't as open to feedback, but you know, Christina has given me so much feedback. I've gotten feedback from, you know, other people. Hey, you know, tell me, tell me what I suck at. Tell me what is not looking so good. What can I adjust? How can I, how can I be better? And that has helped me literally propel so fast versus, you know, where I would be if I was more stubborn where, oh, I wasn't willing to, you know, make this adjustment with my business structure. Maybe I wasn't willing to, you know, make this adjustment with my schedule or my routine or the way I approach things with clients and things like that. And the, the minute I was able, or the, every single time I'm able to pull back, put the ego aside, admit I need help and ask for that help, the better I can then become. And I think so many guys struggle with that, especially. I know girls are definitely better about Females are better about, you know, asking for help, admitting they might be wrong about something. But guys, I'm telling you, if you can just get vulnerable, it's going to shoot you so much faster and quicker forward than where you otherwise would be. Yeah, and I will admit that being vulnerable is a weakness of mine. And I will say that's something I've worked on in the past year, just like being very vulnerable. Like being on social media, it can be hard to be vulnerable. I will say like over the years, I've gotten more comfortable when you find your people. But I read a book recently, once again, giving book recommendations, but The Gifts of Imperfection, I recommended this on a recent podcast too, but it allowed me to like be more vulnerable and ask for help and just be open to like asking people, you know, just for help, honestly, and being vulnerable about what truly aligns with me. But reading that book, I shared a list of book recommendations recently that like really changed 
who I was this year and I thought like you never done growing but I thought like oh this is it for me and then I dug deeper into personal development books that I didn't necessarily want to read it was like a lot of inner work that gives some imperfection is about being vulnerable and being authentic and like finding your true self and then I'm reading one now called um how to do the work and it talks a lot about the ego and trauma and stuff like that but stuff you don't really want to wake up and read in the morning but honestly it's changed me so much and it's really helped me become more self-aware and like look at the areas that I was ignoring previously. Um, obviously doing personal development can kind of be surface level at, at times. Like I'll say certain books I've read like badass habits and like you are a badass. Those are more like surface level, just like personal development, but doing the inner work and being vulnerable is like where the real deep discovery comes from. But that's exactly where we're going with this next is just how to increase that self-awareness overall. And like, number one, obviously you guys knew this was coming, personal development. You guys are listening to this podcast. We're about 30 minutes in. So obviously you do care about growth and you care about self-awareness and you care about just growing as a human being. But personal development, take a hint from what I just said. And like, sometimes the things you don't want to read or don't want to listen to, you read the topic name and you're like, oh, I don't want to read that one. It's mostly because you need to read that the most. You need to listen to that episode more than anything. Yeah, like for me, it was Jeremy Scott. And so shout out to Jeremy Scott, you know, which by the way, I'll be on his podcast June 17th, but full circle moment. Huge full circle moment. But it just made me think of the moments when I was working my corporate job. And I know I think I've talked about this on the podcast, at least at some point, but I was literally driving around listening to Jeremy's podcast and it legitimately felt like he was speaking directly to me and it became so uncomfortable and so intense knowing I needed to make change that I literally had to turn it off. Like I had to stop listening to his podcast because it was making me that uncomfortable. So like Chris said, a lot of times the stuff that you are feeling conflicted by, um, that's the stuff you got to lean into more and more. And and thank God I did turn that back on and it motivated me to do the things I'm doing now because my life looks a whole lot different. But really lean into those personal development, you know, think content out there, information, like the stuff that you can easily, that's very readily available that you can get your hands on the podcasts, books, you know, just surround yourself with, if you can't surround yourself right now with those people in your life that are going to help you make change, then do it through these other avenues. Yeah. And become that person for the people in your life and lead by example. And one other thing I wanted to mention about just listening to that content that like you're resistant to it's because you don't feel like ready to make that change it's like Zach was listening to it about like kind of just like hating what you do for work and like the fitness and the personal development and the career and he didn't feel like he was ready to make that leap and I've been there too where you're like listening to these things and you're resisting it because you don't feel like I'm ready to make that change but you only get ready by growing and doing this inner work and then just honestly taking the leap like you only grow by doing it and that's something that's a hard realization but we've learned from experience over the years and hopefully we can be that example for you guys too and something else that helps with just creating self-awareness is doing constant reflection I'm big on journaling and goal setting and we do that together and individually I use like the daily greatness journal and I have like a journaling Pinterest board that I do like monthly goals where every first of the month I will do a goal setting worksheet and that helps me to like think okay are the actions I'm doing in alignment with who I truly am like how am I tapping into my strengths my weaknesses like what areas do I need to improve on and if I get stuck in one area where I'm like okay like I feel complacent you know I'll goal set with Zach and that helps inspire me because like a lot of couples I think that one person can feel like they're outgrowing the other and we're growing together because we collaborate on these things like goal setting journaling and that constant self-reflection And last but not least, we've talked about this plenty of times, but doing personality tests is a great way to tap into your self-awareness. 
Enneagram test really helped me figure out my strengths and weaknesses as a 3-2. Zach is a 2-3. So we're very similar, but also very different. And you can be an unhealthy version of your Enneagram or a healthy version. And it ultimately comes down to like your routines and how you're taking care of yourself. Like I said, when you're burnt out, you're not your true self. You respond to things differently and you ignore those things that like your inner self is trying to tell you, like your strengths and weaknesses are just completely ignored because you're on autopilot in your everyday life and that's not how life is meant to be lived. And to give a perfect example, Zach took a 16 personality test and I'll let him explain this because it was spot on. Um, we took this test together and you can buy the PDF and by buying the PDF, you learned literally how to become what you are today. Yeah, and you guys know I'm a no bullshit kind of guy and I'll admit a lot of these personality tests are in fact just that, they're bullshit. But this one, the 16 personality test, was like the most in-depth, spot-on personality test I've ever taken. I highly, highly, highly recommend any of you out there struggling to search 16 personality test, and you can pay like, literally, it's cheap, it's like 10, 15 bucks to give you a more in-depth PDF version of your results, and it literally breaks down the careers that you would be good at with your personality, how you would be in relationships, how you respond to certain situations. I mean, it was an in-depth analysis and it was literally like spot on. Told you to, you need to be a every, coach. Yeah, literally, it basically said, yeah, it, like be a coach. There's a couple others that were kind of like being a coach, but it was just spot on with, you know, who I was. And that really did help me change paths and push closer and closer toward what, I, what it is I do now and what I love. So yeah, guys, um, you know, we really hope that you found a lot of value in these things that we have talked about, that we've talked, that we've talked through, you know, things that we've done wrong, things that we're continually trying to work on ourselves. You know, it is an ongoing battle, you know, self-improvement, self-awareness, personal development. These are things that are a continuation that will go on forever. And it's something that, you know, Christina just said, she thought she was done at one point, but realized pretty quickly that it's going to be a process. It's something that we constantly are working at, me and her work at, every single day. And so, you know, for a lot of you out there, no matter where you are at in your trajectory, just know that it's an ongoing lifelong journey. And all of you have the strength and the ability to make change no matter how impossible it may feel or how difficult it may feel or who you may feel you will let down. You all have the power and the ability to change your entire life and it starts with self-awareness. So we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We would love to see you guys share this with the main takeaway you took from it. I know we were spitting off. We were getting very passionate about this topic. So there's probably a lot that stood out to you guys, but we love to hear like your main takeaway, what you loved about today's episode and just spread the word. We really appreciate it more than you guys know. Our goal is to grow this podcast and grow this community and just like be that example for you guys because we know what it's like to be the only you know person in our life working on ourselves and taking risks and it can feel very lonely so we want to be those people in your life you can always dm us on the podcast instagram or on our personal instagrams we'll put both of those well all three of those in the show notes below as well as our code for athletic greens we hope you guys have an amazing monday and we'll talk to you next week peace, peace out <laughs>